Alrighty, welcome to the Accepted Podcast, the college admissions podcast for the Savvy Student. My name is Tyler Kusunoki. I'm an admissions consultant working out of Tokyo with students from all over the world to help them achieve their college dreams. If you like what you're hearing and want to support this podcast, be sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your platform of choice. Do subscribe and hit the bell icon for notifications to stay up to date. Please do leave us a rating and a comment as well, as that really helps this podcast reach more people. It also lets us know how we're doing and lets us know what type of things you want to hear a little bit more about. All right, continuing today with prompt four. This is going to be an interesting one because prompt four is like easily my least favorite prompt out of all of the common app prompts. I think it is the one that is hardest to do, but that also potentially means that if done well, you can potentially have an essay that stands out. So uh, as always, first of all, the, here's what the prompt is, and then I will show you, I'll read a little bit about what ChatGPT was able to produce for me. So the prompt is this, reflect on something that someone has done for you that has made you happy or thankful in a surprising way. How has this gratitude affected or motivated you? Okay. Um, and when I threw this into ChatGPT, of course, there is the preface of as a language model AI, I don't have personal experiences, but I can respond from a hypothetical perspective. And here is the hypothetical perspective. One instance that comes to mind was when I was going through a tough time in my personal life and was feeling very overwhelmed. I confided in one of my teachers and shared what I was going through. The next day, she brought me a small gift and a note of encouragement. It was such a small gesture, but it made a huge impact on me and brightened my day. This act of kindness from my teacher made me feel grateful and appreciated. It also motivated me to strive even harder in my studies and to be a better person. It showed me the importance of being there for others and the impact that even small acts of kindness can have. I will never forget her thoughtfulness and it has taught me to pay it forward and make a positive impact in others' lives whenever I can. All right, so that is the response that ChatGPT has decided to give. It's not a bad overall answer, but as we've noted with previous ChatGPT responses, it does lean into the generic and does lean into kind of giving a broad overall answer without really going into too, too many specifics. So let's start off with why I don't like this prompt. So just a little bit of background. This is one of the few prompts that the Common App has changed in recent years, changed, I think, maybe a couple of years ago. And it, this felt largely as a response to the pandemic and largely response to the COVID pandemic. There um, wanted to be a change in the prompts offered to give students an opportunity to express gratitude, to show some positivity because a lot of the other prompts do tend to lean into talking about something difficult, talking about something challenging, talking about something that has been overwhelming for you. Right? And, um, and so this became a prompt that could maybe focus a little bit more on positivity. I'm sure the admissions officers would like a little bit of positivity and like restore faith in humanity as well. So um, this is a new prompt, but the reason I'm very much not a fan of this prompt is because A, of all, um, the prompt naturally leans towards praising someone else, right? And in a normal context, that's fine. There is nothing wrong with that. But in the context of a college application essay, the risk of spending too much time praising someone else and talking about what someone else did as opposed to what you did, right, is that they are not applying for university, you are. And by the time you are done describing them and explaining what they did for you, you've used up a lot of space that should be focused on you. And so that part's initially very hard. I think the the setting of the context, and I you've heard me talk about this with other prompts as well, is that if the prompt leads you to an answer that feels like you need to use, do a lot of explaining first in order to provide the answer for, right? It's probably not a good prompt because by the time you're done explaining, you only have like 300 words left to really talk about you. 
Okay, so that's one reason. The other reason is that gratitude is, it's hard to frame gratitude in a way that is truly meaningful, right? Because if you're grateful for something, someone showing you something that seems obvious to everyone else, then you kind of just seem like you weren't aware of the world or you weren't aware of the simple things that can bring joy or the simple things that can bring, um, bring gratitude. So the other part is that by expressing thanks, you are kind of conceding that there was something that you weren't aware of before, right? And so you're almost starting from a point of weakness. That can be a tricky needle to thread as well. And so all of these things are reasons why I think while the prompt was very well intended, and I certainly do think that students need to do a better job of expressing gratitude as a whole, I think that this prompt becomes very difficult to write meaningfully about, especially for a lot of students who are um, applying to these top colleges. Most of you all are very well-to-do and live in very much the first world. And so the things that you can even be grateful for are either are, are honestly somewhat limited, right? Either it's like, if it's this world-changing thing, then you are showing that you lack experience in the world, right? And if it's a small thing, you risk coming across as spoiled. So there's a lot of different factors that lead me to not really recommend this prompt unless you do have a really meaningful experience to talk about. And those are my reasons, right? And so, however, if you do feel like that this is a prompt that you really want to explore and you like the idea of taking on a prompt that generally a lot of students are really not going to talk about, they're not going to choose to focus on this for exactly the reasons that I brought up. And so if you want to approach this, you feel like that this really being able to show gratitude or really you really did have this experience where someone get, uh supported you in an unexpected way and that really has shaped who you are and you want to tackle it let's talk about how you can tackle it okay so number one in terms of approaching this you really want to think about focus really focus on the in the in a surprising way part of the essay right it's not think back to someone who did something for you that you're grateful for it's think back to someone who did something for you in a surprising way, something that was unexpected. So this is really going to require you to brainstorm and look back and talk with your parents and talk with your friends and create this big list of people who have done things that um, that were unexpected, right? Either because their personality didn't see or the relationship that the two of you have didn't seem like it would lead to that particular action or it was a random act of kindness from a stranger, right? Or it was a series of small actions that, were done for you over time. And I'll talk a little bit about that a little bit later, but really focus on the in a surprising way, right? That's really the thing that they're looking for. They're looking for you to talk about an act that you weren't expecting that has shaped you in some way, shape, or form. So the most important part, and this also has been true about all the other things that I've talked about, you really must take the time to properly brainstorm, right? Sit down with a pen and paper or with an open Google Doc and just write everything that you can think of. And remember also that in a surprising way doesn't need to be in the moment, right? In a surprising way can also be retroactive, right? It can be you looking back and realizing that these actions that this person did or the acts of service that this person did for you have shaped you in a pretty profound way. 
and you didn't have the time to thank them then and you want to be able to thank them now, right? And so it doesn't necessarily have to be something that was in the moment surprising. It can be a relationship. It can be a series of of interactions that looking back now and thinking about who you are now or who you want to be in the future, that relationship and that person's decisions, that person's intentionality ended up having a very big impact on you. Okay, so that's the other part is that A, think about the in a surprising way piece, but also remember that surprising doesn't have to be in the moment. Whoa, that was unexpected. It can be now years later looking back and realizing, wow, without that person's engagement, without that person's actions, I wouldn't be who I am today. And the challenge you can already start to see is to set up the surprising, right? In order for something to be set up as surprising, there needs to be an expectation and a description of who you were before the surprising act. Then there's the surprising act. Then that's who you are after. And that's a lot of words, okay? And so make sure you are thinking about how to how to frame this, right? Oftentimes students who choose to approach this prompt will start off with the action, will start off kind of in media res, right? In the middle of action. And they will start off describing that surprise, describing that surprising act of service um, in a little bit of detail, right? And then they will go on to reflect and talk about here's who I was before the thing, before the surprise, or here's what our relationship was before the action. And then here's what the relationship is now. And that's fine as a setup, right? But you can start to see why because it requires a, the surprising action, a surprising way requires a before and after, right? You really need to make sure that you budget your space correctly, right? And that's also why the brainstorming is important. You want to pick an action and an act of service that is surprising but immediately understandable and or very quickly understandable in very few words because you don't have the space. 650 is going to go by so fast, okay? So make sure that you're really thinking about that as well, right? How do I place the surprising action in enough context for it to be immediately relatable and meaningful at the same time, right? Now, a lot of students will, when they first encounter this prompt, they will lean towards the random act of kindness. And these can be fine. Random acts of kindness are good. That It very much fulfills the surprising criteria. But I honestly think that in order to answer this prompt in a way that is going to put you in the best light, a lot of it is going to focus on something that is surprising you now. Um, I don't think in the moment surprises, I just think that in the moment surprises really require a lot and oftentimes don't really reflect a relationship, right? And so you want to, I, I tend to encourage students to think of now looking back, what are the things that have shaped your worldview that were unexpected, right? That have kind of really influenced who you are. So just to give you an example, and this is nice because it's gratitude upon gratitude, right? For myself, looking back, a lot of a lot of things were um, what I used to spend every summer with my grandparents, and so uh, my parents would put me on a plane, send me back from Hong Kong to spend every summer with our grandparents, and uh, and we would just do that. And my my grandma, in particular, Grandma Pearl, 
Uh, she is a stickler for very specific things. And one of the things she is a huge stickler about is thank you notes. Anytime I receive a gift, anytime someone takes me out to lunch, anytime somebody takes me to the zoo, I'll give back, I'll take out my shoes and grandma's like, okay, here's pen, here's paper, here's a card that I went to Hallmark and bought for you. Write them a thank you note right now, <laughs> right? And at the time, right, I was like, oh, man, I'm tired. I just got back from a baseball game, right? Why do I need to write this? Um, and uh, But I would go ahead and do it. Um, and But it was something that at the time was very like, was very kind of tedious, right? And, or like, it, why is this such a big deal, right? It's just a, it's just a, it's just a Dairy Queen ice cream, right? Why is it such a big deal? Um, but looking back now, right, um, especially now uh, that she's passed, uh, and thinking about who I am now and how I am always very mindful of the effort and time that people have put into gifts or acts of service or committing even time to spend with me. Um, I think that while I was resistant to writing the thank you notes at the time and did them rather begrudgingly, what it did over time was it cultivated just a gratitude for all the small things that that Dairy Queen ice cream was not just a Dairy Queen ice cream. It was a, an hour of someone's probably very busy day that, you know, they're not blood relations. They're a friend. They didn't have to spend that time with me. Um, they took the time to not just take me to ice cream, but to take me to conversation, right. To have a conversation with an adult, um, that I likely wouldn't have gotten any other time. Right. And so it has built in a kind of wired me to always be incredibly mindful and grateful for more broadly everything that everyone does for me, right? And that in turn has led me to be both more intentional about my gift giving, right? When I do give gifts, I, I want, I keep that in mind, like what would this person truly be grateful for? But it has also kept me very humble, right? It kept me um, very much aware of the cost right, that giving anything to me can have. And so that would be an example of an action that even in the moment, right, um, was not received in a particular way. But looking back now in terms of who I am, right, um, it is incredibly powerful and it has shaped a lot of how I engage with the rest of the world. It, it has shaped a lot of who I want to be to the rest of the world, right? Through that relationship, through that series of actions, that forcing of me to write the thank you note um, becomes this very ingrained attitude towards how to serve others, how to receive from others, right? And how to appreciate the work that others do and the support that others do. And oftentimes it's unspoken, right? To help you be who you are today, right? And that would be how you could potentially frame something like this. Okay, as you start off with this small story describing the thing, right? But you really want to focus, and I think the relationships that matter the most are the ones that you didn't think about it at the time or you resented it at the time, right? But now that you are older, you guys are high school students, so now that you're a little older, you look back and you're like, yeah, those repeated things have that I didn't think I would appreciate. Turns out those are the things that I build a lot of my worldview off of. Okay. So really be thinking about that duality and that context. And then next, explain why you're grateful, right? You always have to 
be very articulate about what exactly are you grateful for? What did it show you that you didn't know before? What truths did it prove to you about humanity, about how to be a person, about um, who you are, right? Um, what was triggered by this interaction that when you're reflecting upon it, you realize was incredibly valuable to you? Um, you need to be able to tie that in. What did it show you? And you, again, as I mentioned before, you need to really think about is what I learned, does that reveal me to be ignorant? Does that reveal me to be overly naive? Does that reveal me to be spoiled, right? If the lesson you learn is something that ends up not being relatable or ends up being um, that reeks of privilege, right? I think though then, then you're already in a situation that makes it really, really hard. So you always want to think about like, what was the takeaway here? And, um, and what did I learn? What did it show me, right? Um, who am I now because of this? Um, and you want to make sure that that is very nuanced, right? And that finding that language, finding that wisdom, finding that moral is hard and takes time, right? Which is another reason why I think the good versions of these essays not only are hard to set up and hard to brainstorm, but to capture the nuance necessary to make your gratitude sound less saccharine, sound less cliche, right? Really is hard and takes a lot of wordsmithing and brainstorming and revision in order to make this be distinct, Right? And in order to make you feel like you have gained something that anyone would appreciate and that is of value. Okay, So that's the other thing. Right, is Take a lot of time thinking about what exactly you're grateful for. Your first few answers for this are probably going to be garbage. Right, Really take some time to sit down and think, how has this shaped me? How has this impacted me? What am I grateful for? Um, and what, what am I surprisingly grateful for that I didn't think I would be? Okay. And then lastly, pay it forward. You must do this. This is the one thing that GPT got absolutely correct is this concept of paying it forward. What have you, how do you plan on passing the knowledge or the kindness or the gift that you have received? How do you plan on sharing that with others? Who are you now and how will other people become better because you have learned this lesson, because this person was in your life? How are you going to be that person in other people's lives? Okay, Colleges are all about building a community. They're all about creating a class. That was a, that's what admissions officers are trying to do is, is this person going to be a good fit for our classrooms? And then is this person going to be a good fit for our community? They need to be able to say yes to both of those. And so if your gratitude, the thing that you've experienced as awesome is something that you're just going to hold on to yourself and it's not going to improve the lives of others, then what's the point, right? And so you must end with an ambition, with an aspiration. And don't just say, I want to pay it forward. Be specific with how. Tell me what you, how, even how you're practicing it now. How has it influenced who you are now? How is it going to influence you in a new community, in a new environment as you transition? How do you hope it's going to be to impact you 10 years, 20 years down the line, right? Cast it forward, pay it forward. These are really important things to be able to articulate, to demonstrate that 
um, when you arrive on campus, if I choose to take you, you're going to be a meaningful, positive, plus contributor to our community and our ethos. Okay. All right. So that was a lot. Um, so no going into this that I am predisposed to not recommend this prompt, right? Just as a quick review. However, if you want to do it, make sure you focus on the surprising. And remember, surprising doesn't need to be in the moment. Surprising can be later, right? Like the example that I have, I didn't think at the, at the time, I didn't appreciate it at all. But looking back now, I can tie who I am, a huge part of who I am, directly to those summers spent writing thank you notes. Right. Um, set it up well, right? Make sure you set up why it's a surprise. What were the expectations going in? What were not? Right. And then how did you grow as a result? Right. You can use random acts of kindness. I would rather see a focus on the things that demonstrate a relationship. So a series of small events that have shaped you over time. Um, is often going to be a better way of doing it. A repeated act over time is going to be something that is going to be more beneficial if you're choosing to talk about the this has shaped me and is surprising that way, okay? Explain why you're grateful. Take time to really capture the nuance of this, right? What did you learn? Who are you as a result of this experience? Why are you grateful, play around with how you are answering this question. Show it to strangers, right? Does this come off as cliche? Does this come off as overly sappy? Then change it. Come up with more nuanced, more individual truths. Okay? And then have an ambition, have an aspiration to play it forward, to pay it forward. This is the most important thing. Kindness received must transition into kindness given. Always in order for it to be effectively received. By not paying it forward, you basically in some way are refuting the gift, right? Or refuting the value of the gift to some degree. So always have an ambition and an aspiration for how you want to utilize the gift you have been given, the act of service that was given to you to help others, to help others grow, to challenge others to be better, whatever it may be. Always have a plan to pay it forward, okay? All right, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to the Accepted Podcast. Again, my name is Tyler Kusinoki. We hope you enjoyed today's somewhat cynical focus on the added the gratitude essay prompt for the Common App. Join us next week for more on the complex world of college admissions. If you like what you're hearing and want to support this podcast, be sure to leave us a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your platform of choice. Subscribe and hit the bell icon for notifications to stay up to date. We also are regularly hosting events, both in person and online so if you're interested in attending free info sessions with myself and with other real admissions officers uh, check us out at tokyoacademics.com slash events that is tokyoacademics.com slash events that's it for today and remember the key to getting in is getting ready thank you